listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hi there. Welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn, episode four. I am so glad you're here with me. We are now working our way through the fundamentals of personal branding in these initial episodes. So if you know, we started with what is personal branding, and then we talked about four elements that you need in a visual personal brand. We talked about what do you want to be known for in the last episode, and now we get into who do you want to be known to, which is about finding your ideal customer, and that's what we'll talk about today. I hope all of this is making sense for you, and, and you, as we work our way through these through these principles, you understand exactly what we're talking about and it makes sense. Because if you don't, you need to let me know. This, you know, part of the deal here is we get to talk to each other. And if something doesn't make sense to you, you can shoot me an email. You can tag me wherever you see me online at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and on Instagram or anywhere you might see these because I I welcome the conversation and the discussion. I want to make sure this makes sense because at some point we're going to shift into second gear and we are going to talk about all this stuff in practical terms so that you can go out and do it. So we have to get all of this stuff out of the way. So you know, I'm I'm so I'm so happy you are following along and and I'm just hoping that it makes sense and it works for you. This is just like a, if you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, meaning you're a photographer, you're a real estate agent, you are a coach, you have online classes. If, if you do any of those, if you're a singer, a musician, any one of these, um, you know, people where we are, we are the face of our business. Whether you know it or not, these these topics are really important to your ability to really get out into the marketplace and find find the people who resonate with you and sell to them in a way that is really comfortable, not salesy or pushy or, you know, the old Isu, Joe the Suzu salesman kind of a thing. But this is uh, I, what I love about this approach is that it uses content marketing, it uses online presence, it uses you being your authentic self. And so all you got to do is be you for this to work. And, you know, I, I have was one of my Instagram posts, you are the unique selling proposition. It's so it, it doesn't get any more authentic than this. And it should be easy uh, for us to go out and represent ourselves and, uh, and, uh, find the people who with whom we want to do our best work. All right. So with that said, enough of the rambling, let's get 
into our discussion for today. Here's to the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. In 1997, shortly after Steve Jobs returned to Apple, he realized that the company was in much worse shape than he had originally thought. He needed to do something to speak to his Apple faithful and invite new users into the fold. Now, at that point, Apple had been a a permanent mainstay in the creative community and creative circles, and it, it had a minuscule portion of the overall computer market. As a matter of fact, I was an Apple user back then. I remember how most no IT people would touch Apple computers at all back then. And the people who did use them, who who did use Windows, which was just ubiquitous then, made fun of us. And But we thought we were, you know, special in, in some kind of way. We, we were we were the underdogs. We were the quirky ones. And we relished that identity with our Macs. We would not touch a Windows if you paid us because we were loyal. And it was almost fanatical. You know, most of the people I knew who were Apple users back then. And so when when Steve Jobs came back and he he created this advertising campaign to not talk about the boxes, as he said, but to speak to who we were, who we were as users, who we were as them as Apple and how we could identify them. And and it resonated incredibly well because I think we all saw ourselves as being just a little bit quirky and odd in 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 that description and then it it gave us something inspiring to to feel good about and to look up toward. And so, you know, in in I I I thought I would use that example because when you know your customer and you are connected and you are clicking and running on all cylinders, you can do stuff like that and speak directly to them in a way that they will hear you and connect with you and be drawn to you and everyone else will not know what you're talking about. They're like, what what is that? And that's fine because you don't want them anyway. You want your own tribe, the people who get you. So when you are being your authentic self, they're like, yeah, these are my people. That's what you want to to really attract. And so in, in, in this episode, you know, we're going to talk about the, you know, this, like who, finding your ideal customer. Now, there's a quote that says, um, the most important activity of any entrepreneur is to be, is to clearly identify the very best customers for your product or service, and then focus all marketing, advertising, and sales efforts on this particular customer. This is Brian Tracy, who's a, a speaker, an author, and a business mentor. And and so, 
this is this is what we are striving for to find this person and then focus all our attention on them so that we can um find our success there so when i started my when i started my my first business i went down to the folks good folks down at score and this is the largest network of volunteer expert business mentors it's it's a uh, small business administration resource. And if you've not heard of them, it's free. You go down there and you make an appointment and somebody who is an expert at business will talk you through your business ideas and, and give you free mentoring. It is a great resource. As a matter of fact, everything that first guy told me ended up being true. I didn't listen to everything because I, you know, that's how I am sometimes. My, my head was a little harder than it should have been. And then as, as I went and made the mistakes, he, he, he forecasted. I said, oh, yep, that's exactly what he said. So there's a little warning for you. If you go and talk to those guys, you know, they know what they're talking about. Take them seriously. So, again, that's a great resource. And, you know, we talked about how you identify your ideal customer. And when someone says we're going to identify the ideal customer, they're talking about knowing who they are down to the core because you will, you'll need this information to go find them and to interact with them. So you need what what's called demographic information and psychographic information. Now, demographic, as you might um, as you might know, is things like their age, their gender, their marital status, their race or ethnicity, the income, their occupation, location, where they are in their life stage. All those things are important ways of now identifying and who this i this this ideal customer is because it's it the more you know about them with that level of specificity the more you can speak directly to them and then there's the psychographic information things like their attitudes and beliefs and their hobbies and their interests so this is what uh apple was tapping into it, it was more the psychographics the the beliefs that you know we are the underdogs but we are doing good work and and that you know we are being empowered to go out there and change you know our own world in our own little corner of our world so that's the kind of thing that you want to know if, you know, what do, what do they think and what do they feel and, and what do they know about the world? What do they know to be true? And, you know, the more you know about, you know, these things, the more you can just speak to them. Now, a lot of people will, will look for people who have similar psychographic traits. And so it's easy to speak to them because, you know, you you know what you would want to hear and you know what would resonate with you. And sometimes that is a good way of um, connecting. So making yourself the ideal customer avatar in some way and then speaking to your own heart, if if that makes sense. So and then you'll you'll you want to know the pain points, like the problem you can solve and and then where these people hang out. So. You at business at the end of the day is always about solving a problem, and so, and and it's easy if you, if it's you and or if you understand them and you know what they're going through to know what problem can you solve for them that would be so valuable that they said yes, I will pay you to solve that for me, and when you find that, I think that is really the sweet spot. 
what problem are you having and what's the pain point that's making you so crazy that it's worth it to you to part with your money to get somebody to take care of this? And we all have those things because we part every day with our own money to say, take care of this for me. So you've got to find what that is. Now you can learn more. How do you find this out? You're asking, you're, now you're asking, okay, how do we know this? If it's not me, how do you know this? And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, and it's going to seem amazingly obvious and simple when I do you, you ask them, that's right. You ask them. So you can do things like conducting customer surveys. So, and this is always good to do at least once a year. When I had my photography business, I would I would send out a survey to my entire list. And this is a good time to understand a little bit about get the demographic information back from them. If you don't have it already, get some of that psychographic information back from them straight out of their mouths. And then, uh, more importantly, find out where they're struggling. And I think that's where it is you know, very valuable. You know, what challenges are challenges are you having? How have you tried to solve those challenges? Where do you go looking when you want to solve those challenges? All those things can be priceless and like gold when you're trying to understand your customer. So you want to discover how your best customers research purchases for the products and services just like yours. Where do you go looking when you have a problem? You want to know how they make their purchasing decisions. What's the most important thing to you in choosing what you eventually choose? What was the most important thing in choosing me or, or, or whomever you end up choosing? You want to know what medium they prefer. I, you want to know, do you listen to blog? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you prefer videos? Do you like to, do you prefer blogs? Where, where, what's the, what's the best way to communicate with them? You're going to ask them this and believe me, they will tell you. Um, you want to know how they originally found your business and, and hopefully you're asking this as soon as you meet people and, uh, they start interacting with you. What's one of the first questions you ask, because you want to know which one of your marketing channels is most effective and where you want to invest more. So that's usually the, one of the first questions yeah, I, you should ask and that I would ask um, when I meet a new customer who just found me out of the blue. How'd you find me? How'd you hear about me? And you want to know what is working. And then you want to know why they decided to buy from you the first time they bought from you. What was the thing that put them over the, the edge in their decision-making process? And then why do they keep doing business with you? Why do you keep coming back? What is it that you, you're getting here that you don't get from any of my competitor competitors? You know, these kinds of things are going to be, if you can find out these kinds of answers directly from your customers, you can drill down to a place where you really understand what your ideal customers like and Pay attention to the words they use. I mean, literally, the words they use as they describe this, because what you ought to do is use those words just as they use them to you in your marketing. So it will feel to them like you are in their heads. 
really, and it, it works. So you are going to get all this information and you are going to see where the where the trends are and where, what are the repeating patterns. And you're going to be able to really now create uh, a really um, specific profile of your ideal customer. And then once you do that, you can now begin to design your marketing and your sales strategies to attract these people, because these are the people who who did business with you, who keep doing business with you, who want to do business with you, and you want to figure out why so you can, you know, give them more of that, more of that. And so now you are advertising and you are using the, the social media where they spend most of their times, or most of their time, you are delivering in the the method that they like to to hear from you most and and if you like for me i podcast primarily so it stands to reason that a lot of people who are in my circle will be podcast to listeners because that's the primary method i'm using to reach out but you know, one of the things I noticed the last time I did it, did it was people wanted more video. And so I started doing more YouTube videos back then because that was one of the trends I saw. They said, when I'm ready to learn, I look for a YouTube video. So I said, well, hey, that's what they're doing. I get, I better go meet them there. You're going to find which social media um, platforms they use and you and where where most of them hang out, and hopefully you know this already. And again, the words and phrases they use, um, you will you will also try and adopt that in your sales and marketing copy. And then you will focus your 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 efforts by targeting people who are your ideal customer profile. We talked about this already. And then, and then you ask, and then the other thing you'll do is get referrals from them when they are, when they are in your community, because in many cases, their friends are likely to be very similar to them. So that's an easy way to grow. And now you're going to be selling your product to these people. So, so, so there you have it. You're in, in a, in a digest form, you want to find those people when you say, here's to the crazy ones or whatever your equivalent of that call to action is or that rallying cry is, that they their heads pop up and they go, yes, that's me. And then when you get them in your in your community, because hopefully you are now getting information from them so you can reach out to them. We'll talk about lead magnets in a future episode. It's how you collect information so that you can communicate with them. You will then start to ask them questions about themselves and find out all you can about them so that you can be very specific because now what you want to do is go out and get more people just like them. Um, they call that a lookalike audience if you are buying Facebook ads. But, you know, the thinking there is the people who have all the things in common with the people who are your best customers now are the best people to continue to go after with your outreach. And then you know where to find them, of course, because they will tell you what problems they're having, how they try to solve it where they go to solve it. So my goodness, it's like getting the answers to the test before the, before you have to take it. 
right? So there you go. Identifying your ideal customers will help you weed out the customers who are less than ideal and the people who are harder to sell to. This is why this is important, folks. Identifying your ideal customer helps you weed out customers who are less than ideal than those are hard than those who are harder to sell to, those who don't spend as much money and as aren't as profitable. Let me say that again because I just stumbled all over that one. Identifying your ideal customers will help you weed out customers who are less than ideal, those who are harder to sell to, who don't spend as much money and aren't as profitable. So by focusing on your ideal customers, now your business grows faster and with less effort. And as I say, it's as comfortable as a conversation that you're having with people who get you. How, how cool is that? So that's what we're doing. So now, who do you want to be known to? The answer to that one is now that ideal customer who you are going to go out and try to find. All right, that's the end of another episode. Thank you so much for sticking with me. Episode four of Personal Branding with Lynn. I, I'm Lynn Morton, and again, I'm so happy that we got to hang out today and talk about you know, business and finding customers and marketing. I mean, I, I don't know if you know, but I love this stuff, and I live this stuff, and I, it's just so fun for me to be able to talk about all the things that go into creating brands and marketing our businesses. So again, if you have questions for me or if something, you know, didn't quite make sense to you or you have a, you know, it made you think of a different question, you can send me an email, hello at lynnmorton, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N.com. Hello, you know hello, right? At lynnmorton.com. Or if you are on social media, look for personal branding with Lynn and you will find me. Hit me up there. And let me know what's going on with ya. With ya, as they say down down south. All right, so thank you very much. Hey, by the way, if you go to my if you go to my blog, lynnmorton.com, this is where you'll find all of these episodes. This is episode four. Lynnmorton.com forward slash podcast is where you find that. And that's where you can also subscribe by email or you can subscribe on Apple um, Podcasts or wherever you listen. And then if you want to get started, you know, making, uh, working on your personal brand and you want to know where you measure up, I have an audit on my website, lynnmorton.com forward slash audit, A-U-D-I-T. And it's a really short 10 question um, quiz that you take and it asks you questions and then it spits out a score to let you know where you are on your path to having a well-defined personal brand. It, it's just a, a way to let you know where you are, and then you can, based on that, decide what you need to do next. So lynnmorton.com forward slash audit will get you there. And, you know, check it out and then let me know how you did. All right. Okay, if you are a solopreneur, entrepreneur, um, if you are a, a, a coach, if you are any of these people, and you have other people in your community who also 
are in the same grind with us, let them know about the podcast, will you? Let's all do this together and continue building out our brands. All right. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you again in the next episode. Take care. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers. Cheers.